Hello everybody and welcome back to the Figure Forecast. We're on our 10th episode, I believe, of 2023 and we're going to be talking about Backlash, two days away. I am joined, as always, by, by Sam. How are you doing, Sam? Just yeah. Sam. I didn't say who I was either. No. We just keep going. Oh man, I've lost my nickname yeah. and everything. <laughs> Hello, Damien. <laughs> I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Uh... We've now post-draft in WWE, and hopefully it's a draft that sticks for a little while at least. Mm. Um, bit of a mixed bag really, wasn't it? I was sort of feeling a little bit down after SmackDown, because as we mentioned on the, the previous podcast that we did about the draft, I really wanted Cody to stay as far away from that world title, world heavyweight title, yeah. as possible. But look, let's just let it play out, guys. In WWE's defence, they have had Cody basically come out and say that he wants Roman's titles. That's still his focus. He's not yeah. He's not just going to go, oh, what everybody's hot. Yeah, I'll take that. Well, it just makes me think maybe now more than ever, Cody Rhodes for Money in the Bank calls his shot like a baby face does at SummerSlam. I still have a feeling we're going to, we're going all the way to Mania. I do too. That That's my fear. But potentially if Cody wins the uh, Money in the Bank and then calls his shot at Mania next year, maybe it's like a little bit salvageable. I yeah. don't know. Although, that being said, I'd love Dominic Mysterio to win the money in the bank. They could still do the um, causes shot, but only wins the WWE title. Well, I heard that they're um, they're on about merging the two belts together. I don't see how they can do that, to be honest. Like, we've talked about it kind of yeah. off-podcast, that if you merge it, what do you... Yeah, but WWE all of a sudden never count? Been, they've never been one for following, like... Law strictly, have they? They have with the WWE title. They mm. they keep that one close. Like whenever they've merged titles into it before, they just scrap the other title. Yeah, I know. But if you do that with this one, Roman's only got the belt for four hundred odd days. He doesn't have that thousand day reign. And yeah, yeah, I understand that. But like even on Raw this week, that it made me laugh when they're like the last time Brock and Cody were in the ring together. Um, it was like the first time Brock attacked him and I was like but what happened last week they're in the ring together but hey ho WWE like to lie and think that you're stupid enough to forget I, I forgot about last week to be honest okay. they also <laughs> said that Shinsuke Nakamura is a skilled striker as he trained in Jiu Jitsu and I'm not the most knowledgeable person about MMA but I'm pretty sure Jiu Jitsu is mainly throws and submissions I'm pretty sure that's what someone said to me anyway so I'm taking their word on that let's just uh, let's just fact check you there Sam yeah well anyway after what happened on Raw he's pretty much dead in the water anyway so it doesn't particularly matter let's have a look Jiu Jitsu that's a film apparently in 2020 on Netflix did I say I had Nicolas Cage in <laughs> <laughs> oh apparently Jiu Jitsu doesn't have a space in it um, a system of close combat Unarmed or with a minor weapon, focus on striking, kicking, grappling, and wrestling. I think I think WWE got Fact it right checked. there. Fact checked. <laughs> the one time they get it right. The person that told me. <laughs> we'll cut that bit out. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about backlash. So let's yeah. talk about backlash and a little bit of the lead up to it. What's well, your thoughts? Well, I was just going to say before we talk about this one specifically, what are your thoughts generally on backlash? Because I've always kind of enjoyed it as a pay-per-view that that little little hang-ons from wrestlemania and some of the new stories you get in it's yeah it's, it's quite um a nice one if they do it properly i think this year they've done it properly in storylines coming out of wrestlemania certain ones like yeah. with bad bunny uh featuring the um the judgment day and everything 
Um, but then there, there are some random matches in there as well, yeah. aren't there? Like Seth Rollins and Omos. Yeah, that, that one definitely came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, it's been kind of reported that Seth Rollins found out about it when it was posted on Twitter, which yeah. is a weird way to find out who you're facing. I think what WWE have done really well, especially since the Triple H era, if you want to call it that, is sort of having, I don't know what the best term for it is, I was going to say themed pay-per-views in the sense that they're in specific places, not just random American town. So we had English one, God, I got it wrong, I did WWE then. The Welsh one. <laughs> the British the, one. The British one with British superstar Drew McIntyre headlining. Then you obviously had Montreal with Royal Rumble, Sami Zayn headlining. Elimination and, Chamber. Oh yeah, the Elimination Chamber. I'm doing really well here, but yeah. I'm, I'm getting most of it right. And now we've got <laughs> um, Backlash in Puerto Rico, and you've got two Puerto Rican superstars, if you could call Bad Bunny that, um, oh, and oh. Zelina Vega as well. Yeah. So I really like it. It sort of adds the extra little bit of spice in there, doesn't it? Yeah, WWE has definitely felt <laughs> a lot more, I was going to say in, international, but Puerto Rico is kind of not, but it yeah. sort, sort of feels like it is. It's, it's, not, it's not mainland America, yes. I think, is the yeah. uh, important factor. But with the, we've, we've had the Saudi shows for a while, which despite a lot of negative connotations with them, do have, give it that global feel. We've got the UK ones, we've had basically just America for years and years and it is nice to kind of see yeah. some opening i know yeah. we've, we've got saudi arabia coming up and uh, potentially that streak is going to end because i'm not sure if mansoor will appear after uh, the recent stories that have come out he was uh, missing on raw this week oh, i, I do like a bit of models. maximum male models yeah i like them i just think they're trying to keep them away from the public eye yeah until that story sort of simmers down a little probably bit. best for a moment so maybe yeah. that streak's going to be broken <laughs> uh, but hey ho should we um, talk about some of the matches on this card then? Yeah, uh, let's start with one of the, the biggest ones. Um, Cody and Brock. Now, you've obviously been very down on the Cody Rhodes story since WrestleMania. Rightfully so, many would, would say. Um, it did feel like we should be having a very different story this last month. Although, I feel the end point would have still been the same place. We still would be having this match. I agree. Um, it would would have just been for the title. Obviously, uh, Brock can't challenge Roman, but as soon as someone wins it, then that becomes open. So I feel like we would have got here either way. Um, I think this could be a really good Brock match, because when he decides he wants to perform, we get some really good matches. And how he's been performing on the weekly shows, we might be getting a really good version of Brock. Yeah, I agree, 100%. I'm really looking forward to the match. I'm a little bit scared that Lesnar's going to win um, and carry on this Cody's got to have hard times thing. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know who's going to win because of that seeded out yeah. in my head. Um, did you see, though, on the segment on Raw, Cody actually punched Brock in the face? Like a prop, you know. That I mean, punch. I saw the segment. Yeah. I didn't realize it was, it was a, proper... a proper punch in the face. Brock Lesnar was like scuffed up on his face wow. afterwards. So, I dare say that um, Cody's got a receipt coming <laughs> for that. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the match. We've seen Brock Lesnar matches where he has sold really well, like the Super Workers in inverted commas against like um, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan as he was then. Yeah. I think Cody Rhodes kind of fits into that bill potentially not as technically good as those other two but he is a star yeah he's the the biggest baby face in the company at the minute i would have loved to have seen this match for the title um people will say oh but you've got that fear that lesnar will win 
but I think that's what you kind of need for the first title defense because, like, coming out of WrestleMania, you always well coming off of a, a new champion winning the title, you always think the, the first defense, okay, they're definitely gonna retain, but. Brock Lesnar against you, it, it's just that extra seed of doubt for me. But hey ho. I'm, I'm on the opposite camp there. I think if it had been for the title, it would have been just a, one of those matches where you know Cody's going to win. <sighs> I don't, I, well, we have to agree so, to disagree on that one. I, with this one not knowing, <clears throat> it could go either way. Story-wise, you can make it work either way, whether I trust WWE to make it work with Cody <laughs> losing is a whole different matter. But either either way, it could work. A talented writer could write that well. I'm not saying <laughs> I could do it. I probably couldn't. But there is definitely a story to be told with Cody losing here. Especially as it's very eerily similar to John Cena. Well, John Cena's story of like coming back from a big <coughs> loss at WrestleMania a few years ago. Loses to The Rock. First opponent, Brock Lesnar. And Cena won that one, and it was a mistake. He mm. shouldn't have. That was a return in Brock Lesnar. Get to Extreme Rules. Cena wins. Big mistake. So, are they, they going to have Cody win, or are they going to have Brock win and push him down, beat him down a little bit more? Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be an interesting one. There is a story for him losing. I'm not sure I'd like the story, but that it, it, I think it's sort of flip a coin, and uh, <laughs> it could go either way, like we say. Um, let's talk about another match. One that's had, I was going to say little to no build, it's had no build. Seth Rollins, Omos, like you mentioned earlier, it's just been dropped on a random Smackdown last week. Um, I think it's got potential to be a good match. I think it's kind of like another big test for Omos in a way. Because if you can't have a good match with Seth Rollins, like, you're not worth your, you're not worth your, your sort of time on air, I guess, in a way. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a new worker for Omos. Yeah, I don't think he's ever faced someone like Seth Rollins. He sort of had his little blow-off feud with AJ Styles when they broke up, but didn't really have that much spotlight on it. But I'm looking forward to it. This Seth Rollins character and the form he's in is really good. He's sort of the next big babyface behind Cody Rhodes at the minute. Yeah. I think he fits in really well there. Um, and if Seth comes off of there with the win, then he's going into presumably the World Heavyweight title tournament on, on sort of good credential. Yeah, um, it's one of those, like, anyone should be able to have a good match with Seth Rollins. I feel like we could have a, a good wrestling <laughs> match against Seth Rollins. Um, so there's no excuse, really, for it being, like, bad. Like, we're not expecting a five-star classic from this, but as long as it's <coughs> just... It, has a bit of bit of story throughout the match. Seth's not not strong enough. He can't do anything to him. Like it, it doesn't need to be complicated. It just has to be something simple and um, a couple of memorable moments is really all it's gonna have gonna need. I hope it's not a weird Omos squash match because that would make no sense. But it's also a very WWE thing to do, especially if Seth is going to. Mm-hmm. Um, go on, so, like they like to have a big, like oh, you you lost big. Yeah, I mean that's what they're doing with Cody, isn't it? You lose big and then you go on to to win bigger. Um, the Omos stuff is so so weird. Like I know there's all this talk about Vince being back, but it very much feels like Vince has got his his room and Triple H is just giving him our Omos and they're like play play with this. You do whatever you want with that, and I'll just keep doing my, my stuff. And it's like the match with Brock felt out of nowhere this match was definitely out of nowhere and i just don't see where the story goes he's a 
free agent on the draft who can appear anywhere, which just means they don't have a story for it. Yeah, yeah. You look at some of those free agents; it's quite funny, really. Did you see right. WWE's tweet the other day. Who's going to make the biggest impact out of these free agents? And you've you also got Brock Lesnar at the top, but then yeah. you've got people like Von Wagner and other people I've never heard of. Which made me laugh. Brock Lesnar makes sense because he is just someone that you're going to bring in to have yeah. a story with whoever fits. Well, that's it. Yeah. It's like with John Cena. That's right. He's not on a brand, he's just going to come back. He's not there point. week to week, is he? Like the others, yeah. like Dolph Ziggler, for example. Yeah. Um, I, I know I've been saying it like a bit, little bit tongue in cheek about Omos, but I do really think there's something there with him. Yeah, I think he's got the basics to be a really good big guy. Um, he's bigger than any big guy we've ever seen. It just depends sort of where he develops, and like I said, I think this is kind of like a test for him in a way. I'd say to see if he can make it. It's been a, a constant in WWE, the the big guy, and for years and years now. There's been that fascination with Big Eye who just turns out to not be very good. Yeah, well, it, but they, they've big. not had one that's good since the Big Show. Like, you've had people try, like, right back, I guess. Well, kind uh, of. Yeah, no, because um, there's a yeah, different kind of okay. Big Guy. Alright, Braun Strowman's the, the main one, and he just wasn't the guy. He no. just wasn't it. Like, he's doing great in this tag team with Ricochet, and I think he's great, but he's just not the main eventer. I, I think the, the longer professional wrestling goes, the more and more we get away from from being big as being that attraction. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think there's always like an audience for for everything, and yeah. there's a place for the big guy for sure, because it is dwindling down. It's becoming more athletic, but seeing a guy that big is still an attraction, I think. Yeah, especially if they're good. But hey, we'll, we'll see what happens with the match. It's a weird one, like I've said. It's just come out of nowhere, no build, so we can't really talk about it too much, even though we just have. Yeah. Um, um two women's title matches on, on the card. Um, let's talk first about the SmackDown Women's Championship. Hopefully, the last one we're calling it a name-branded Women's Championship. I am yeah. really worried that Rhea and Bianca or whoever they lose to. I don't think either of them are losing, but are going to swap the titles like they did the other year, which is a terrible idea. I much prefer them to create new titles or just, or even just rename them. Well, there's talk of them beca- well changing and becoming the world titles, women's world titles, however you phrase it, but world champion being in the name. I've yeah. seen in mainstream media, mainstream wrestling so- media. Could you then have like a, a women's world champion and a women's WWE champion? I guess that's sort of the most obvious route to go down and uh, yeah. sort of gimmick, uh, mimic <laughs> the um, the men's championship. And tag, what the tag yeah, titles yeah, used yeah, to exactly. be, wasn't it? WWE tag and yeah. world tag. I think that fits. Yeah, I'd, I'd quite like to see that. Um, and it puts them on level with the men's championships, which they should have done years ago. Yeah, I mean they did it in NXT, isn't it? In yeah. NXT, it's just the NX, it's the men's NXT championship and the women's NXT yeah. championship. Yeah. They are the, That's it, yeah. the same. Uh, the match itself, I think we both probably agree that Rhea Ripley's going to win. Yeah, I'm uh, expecting shenanigans in this one. Yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Judgment Day and LWO stuff yeah. going on. But it is the match for it because I don't yeah. think because no one's ex- no, no one's expecting Rhea to lose and I'm not expecting a Rhea-Zelina match to have a whole lot going on Being just because Zelina doesn't get in the ring that much um, wrestling wise um, I'm expecting yeah I think 
having the shenanigans outside the ring with Dominic and DLWO and uh, Finn. I don't expect we'll see Damien Priest. There is rumours of a new member joining the Judgment Day at some point. So, okay. um, And that's going to be the place to do it. Yeah. I do love some shenanigans, as long as it's not overdone on a show. Yeah, there's a way to do it, isn't I there? Do, I do love a little bit. I of think it. the crowd's going to be hot as well, because you've obviously got the hometown superstar there. Yeah. Um, and everyone loves much. Rhea as well. Everyone does love yeah. Rhea. Yeah, and I think most people like Selena as well, and sort of like the fact she's finally getting a title match. Yeah. Um, she has been underused. Hopefully she gets a little bit of uh, a chance to yeah. get some... Sh- Show, showcasery that's not a word but I'm yeah. going to stick with it she's got a great Hurricane Rana so let's see that let's talk about the other women's title match so we've got Bianca Belair against EO Sky um, there's been teasers for a while now of damage control potentially breaking up yeah um, them just forming a tag team and then Bailey going there's been some friction there I'm not sure it's the night for that to happen but it could be a major plot point in yeah. it happening because uh, I think again we probably both expect Bianca to win even though I kind of hope Io wins because I think she's great literally as you were saying about the split up I was I was getting a, a vision from the past of a jealous heel turning on an ally when they win a title <laughs> that they that should have been theirs could they have a similar kind of setup to the Triple H Randy Orton evolution split where you get Io wins the title and Bailey just turns on her because it should have been her championship. You could, but I really uh, think the Bailey heel character's gone stale. I, I think the way you do this is having Bailey go back to being a face and having Dakota and Io as heels still. I think that would just be a completely fresh character, maybe, Bailey maybe. coming back as face. I could just see it as you were speaking then, it was just yeah. like, I could see Your the WWE uh, mind kicking in. Um, but this match can be. I've got really high hopes for it and I hope it delivers because we all know about Bianca. I don't think Eos had the chance to show what she can do properly on the main roster. When I watched her on NXT, oh my god, some of the things she does is insane. I don't know if you saw her jumping off the top of War Games with a bin on her head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's just one. Like that's not like one of the most amazing things she's done. It was just a cool thing. Um, but she is awesome. In terms of work rate, this could be match of the night if you're if you yeah. like the more work rate style match it's this, the one that stands out to me this is going to be the standout one uh, i think moments wise we're probably going to be talking cody brock or the six-man tag but uh in terms of work rate i think this is definitely gonna gonna be that match or it should at least be that match yeah wwe sometimes do find a way to drop the ball with matches that should be really good completely agree now Let's go over to the US title match. We've also got the champion Austin Theory up against Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed in a triple threat match. Now, Austin Theory and Lashley are now on SmackDown, I believe, and Bronson Reed has stayed on Raw. Yes. Um, So I think that kind of rules out Bronson Reed in my head. Yes, because if he takes the title to Raw, there'll be two mid-card titles on Raw because there's no Gunther match yeah. on this card. So so we're looking at either Theory or Lashley. Um, for me, I feel like the Theory... I was going to say experiment. The, the Theory run as champion has, has gone a bit stale. It's gone a bit flat. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like the John Cena match lived up to expectations and there's definitely nothing that's happened on the back of that. No. So I'd put the title on Lashley. Yeah. Um, I'm actually a bit worried for Theory in a way because you've got Grayson Waller that's come up from NXT 
and he is WWE to a T, and he does Austin Theory's character better than Austin Theory. Oh, uh, unfortunate. Yeah, he's he's like, imagine a good Miz. Wow, what, what an insult to Miz. I know, I'm, I'm worried <laughs> for Miz as well. He's like a better Miz. I think I think the Miz will be fine just because he's yeah he's now that veteran. But yeah, it is it is a potential for Austin Theory to um, kind of lose his position in the pack, sort of thing. Um, I just feel like he's there and he doesn't particularly do much. He's he's not developed as a character or anything. I, I don't think it's necessarily his fault. They just haven't done anything with this title, right? No, and it felt you... so good at one point. When, yeah, well, kind of during the whole. Money in the bank for the title. Yeah. It felt so big and important, and and you had like the feud with Lashley and Seth last year, and it had a bit of spotlight on it. But now it just feels dead in the water. And when you sort of compare it to the IC title of Reign of Gunther, it's night and day. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame because I, I feel like there is something there with theory, especially coming off of a big money match like facing yeah. John Cena at Mania. You would have expected a lot more. Like we've got this big match, and then we've got two big challengers up against him but I can't remember any of the build really it's just Bobby Lashley going I want my title back I feel a little bit sorry for Bobby as well in a way because he, he's sort of going back to the US title after not having his match at Mania kind of feels like a bit of a stopgap for him as well he, he probably should have stayed on Raw if he if he did move <clears throat> I, I can't remember the draft perfectly but if, he, if he's gone to SmackDown he probably should have stayed on Raw to go sure for has. the world title yeah he would have been a good at least a good member in, in that tournament yeah um, but yeah, I, I think Lashley is nailed on here to win that for me. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, before we talk about what appears on the Wikipedia listing to be listed as the main event, but before that, we're going to talk about the six man tag match. The Bloodline story has continued. It's not quite been at its, at its height. Uh, a little bit because we're not building into a big match for Roman, and obviously he's the main star of the Bloodline story. Um, and a, just a little bit because he's he's not been there. Like I feel like you could you would still feel a lot bigger if this was a like a, a eight man tag with Roman in it and somebody else. You, yeah, of course. You'd have a bigger fight feel. Um, but Roman's taking a little bit of time off. Well, he's back on SmackDown this week. Is he back? Yeah. I think it's this week on SmackDown he's back. Okay. So is that the trial of the Usos? Mm. Who knows? I feel like we, we've we been getting somewhere with it because obviously we had um, Paul Heyman saying that Roman had, has had enough of you 2 and turning to the Usos. We had them dedicating their big win to <laughs> him and then losing. Which, I mean, you could see it coming a mile away, but... Yeah, it, solo not being at ringside. It was still a good moment. Um, I've seen a lot of thoughts about a solo attacking the Usos at the end of this match, kind of... Uh, I could see it. On, on Roman's instructions, which, being as the... As, like, we've only got a couple of weeks until a um, the Saudi match. Does that then make a Saudi match of Bloodline versus Bloodline? Usos versus Roman and Solo? That would be pretty awesome, wouldn't it? That would be pretty awesome. I feel like I'm hyping myself up for this match on the potential of what could happen with this, this story. Um, There's a lot that could happen off the back of it. But this should be a good match. They're all really good in, uh, in, in the ring. If the competitors are good, the match will be good. If the match is good, I'll, the show will be good. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say the, the story is there with 
all of the um, competitors. Yes. Even if so many people forgot, seem to forget that Solo is the one that injured Matt Riddle and be like, why is he in this match? It's like, oh, yeah. Just, just for once. I don't think they've looked back. They've not highlighted it as much as they should have. No. They've mentioned it a couple of times, like when Solo puts the chair over his head in the corner and that's what put him up. But yeah, they should really hype that up. I kind of like Riddle in this story because of that. Because yeah. people that actually that have goldfish brain remember back to how he, he how he was put out. So often we talk about WWE treating everyone like they're idiots, and the one time they've they've been like, just just be smart about this for a second. Everyone's proving why WWE <laughs> needs to treat you like idiots sometimes. Oh yeah, maybe right. it's because idiots watch WWE and clever people watch another show. But anyway, um, what does that make you? Because you watch both. Um, top notch. So <laughs> only watch good stuff on WWE. No, AEW's not been much better recently. Anyway. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about yes. that at some point. Main event time. Bad Bunny, Damien Priest. I mean, this absolutely shouldn't be the main event, but it... Really? Because it's not going to be a great match. No, but you've got the, the biggest star in the world, essentially. Yeah. Bad I, Bunny. He, he's got to be main event it's in a Puerto Rico. It's a marquee match, for sure, but it, it isn't you go in last, man. Don't underestimate Bad Bunny. Things we've seen him do. If you just remember back to what he's done in the ring, in his matches, he's been awesome. He has been awesome. He's really thrown himself in and he's been worked with really talented people to help him make make him look amazing. Uh, what's it? It's Canadian Destroyer was his finisher, yeah. which is all the other person. Um, but As we saw at the weekend. Yeah. Never expect to see a Canadian Destroyer on a local wrestling show. Um, in the garden of a pub. Hmm. Two, I'm not gonna say that. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> this is another one where there's probably gonna be shenanigans because it is a street fight. So there's gonna be weapons. There's presumably gonna be interference. If we don't see interference with the Rhea uh, Zelina Vega match, we're definitely getting it here. There's, there's gonna be a big moment in it. There's gonna be Damian sure. Priest doing something ridiculous and missing, or Bad Bunny <clears throat> jumping off a ladder or something. Like there's gonna be that level of like you're gonna remember this. That crowd's gonna be white hot for yeah. this match as well. And yeah, it's definitely gonna be the main event. WWE want eyes on it for sure. I said I don't think it should be, but it probably will be. It's I, I think it should be personally. Um, but that's it, I guess. That's backlash. In a nutshell, a half are you looking forward? Are you looking forward to it? I am, yeah. yeah, yeah. It sort of crept up on me a little bit. It helps that it's a Saturday, and oh, for, sure. for us here in the UK, a bank holiday, which oh, just makes it even sweeter. Cheers, King Charles. I'm not pledging, pledging allegiance to you, though. <laughs> Unfortunately, big it is. There's only there's only one king when it comes to wrestling. That's King Booker, <laughs> and then you. Okay, I'll, I'll take seconds. You, you can I mean? be like in Frozen, you can be the king of Weselton or Weaseltown. I've never seen Frozen. And on that bombshell, <laughs> <laughs> well, there we have it. That's our backlash preview. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I guess we'll speak to you afterwards. We'll have a little look back on backlash. Until then, over to Damien with the socials. I can't believe you've never seen Frozen. Let it go, Sam. Let it go. <laughs> Thank you very much for tuning in. To keep up to date with all things Figure Forecast, you can follow us on Twitter at Figure4UK, follow us on Facebook by searching The Figure Forecast, and check us out on YouTube also by searching The Figure Forecast. Till next time, thank you for listening. <laughs>